Hi everyone, welcome to Around the World in 80s Movies. My name is Vince Leo, I'm the author of the film review website Quipster.net. Over 4,000 film reviews, including films of the 1980s, you can read anytime at Quipster.net. That's Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Today I'm going to be looking at the second of three Christmas movies I'm going to be reviewing this year. It is from the 80s, of course, from 1989, so toward the tail end, really. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It's a comedy, of course, starring Chevy Chase. It has Beverly D'Angelo, Randy Quaid, Juliette Lewis, Johnny Galecki, Brian Doyle Murray, and quite a few others in it. PG-13 rated for crude humor, mild language, and sexuality. It runs an hour and 37 minutes. I am kind of a modest fan of the Vacation series of films. They are not what I would consider to be great movies, but they're entertaining while they're on, usually, except for that remake that came out a few years ago. That was pretty terrible. This film has a screenplay by John Hughes, and it's directed by uh, pretty much a newcomer, Jeremiah S. Chechik. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, I would consider the best of the vacation sequels. I think I still like the original vacation film from the early 80s a little bit more than this, but of the sequels, European Vacation and also Vegas Vacation, this one definitely stands ahead above those somehow it's also the one that feels the most different from the others and i think it's probably because it doesn't actually involve the griswold family actually traveling anywhere you definitely don't need to see the prior two films in the vacation series to understand christmas vacation so it's become kind of a lowbrow christmas standard for folks who are not really into watching the old black and white classics plus there are those families that want something that will entertain even the littlest ones And I guess it delivers enough laughs and Christmas cheer in between the slapstick for most viewers. I personally am honestly really surprised and maybe a bit perplexed by the appeal of Christmas Vacation to some people, especially those who consider it the best Christmas movie of all time. But I do suppose it is light. It's silly. It does have some fun moments, so I'll give fans the benefit of the doubt. I kind of like it, too, in a way, but a really small way. There really isn't much of a plot to Christmas Vacation As I mentioned, 80s film maestro John Hughes wrote the screenplay. He actually took a short story that he wrote that was published in National Lampoon magazine back in 1980 and then adapted that into Christmas Vacation. It wasn't really intended to be this, but he had the material ready to go. And even though it doesn't cover a vacation, it nevertheless fit the bill for this because other people are vacationing to come see the Griswolds. The film coasts with general setups to Pratt Falls. There's various calamities that befall Clark Griswold, played by Chevy Chase, usually of Clark's own making. And the Griswolds here are inviting their relatives over for Christmas. Most of those invitees are annoying or overbearing, and the climax of the film pretty much hinges on whether Clark is going to receive a Christmas bonus that he deems necessary for him to make sure that he can provide a quality Christmas for everyone especially his kids who are expecting some proper presents and also to cover the food that's on the table. Clark in this movie spends much of his time doing pretty dumb things, including purchasing a gargantuan Christmas tree. He puts a myriad of lights on the house, and I mean a myriad. He sleds down a mountain at hyper speed, and he torches a cat, and he chases a squirrel, and, well, I don't know if he's really responsible for all of that, but the character of Clark Griswold as compared to the previous two films, is really changing here from the prior outings because in the 
first couple of films, he was kind of a daft stooge, but now he's a complete klutz. So I think your mileage is going to vary if you're watching the vacation films one after the other after the other as to how much that transition will result in continued amusement for you and seeing what happens to the character of Clark Griswold. Now, back in those older films, we laughed with Clark and company for their experiences that seemed to mirror some of our own. We could identify with them. And now in Christmas Vacation, we mostly laugh at them for all of the idiotic messes into which they get themselves. As I mentioned, this one's directed by a newcomer, Jeremiah S. Chechik. He directed Benny and June sometime later, The Avengers. No, not Marvel's The Avengers, but the one that was adapting that British television show. A really horrible film, one of the worst of that year. He took over for the original director that was slated for Christmas Vacation. He actually did some work, and some of it actually made the final cut. Christopher Columbus was the original director. He walked during the production because he had differences with Chevy Chase, who he said he could not work with at all. John Hughes, being a friend of Christopher Columbus, then offered Columbus the chance to work on one of his two next projects. Home Alone was the script that Columbus ended up choosing, and of course that would become the biggest comedy of all time at the box office, at least at that time. Christmas Vacation, I will say it's amusing in a modest way. It occasionally delivers a solid laugh, although I think this is more of a movie that produces smiles rather than large guffaws. I'm sure some people will disagree with me on that, especially big fans of this film. I do think that it's one of the better Chevy Chase performances, at least comedically. I know that's not saying a lot. He's really not a good actor at all. But the supporting actors are well cast. There's a lot of nice, amusing character actors in this film. And I should also note that the Griswold kids, Rusty and Audrey, whose actors were different in European Vacation from National Lampoon's Vacation, are once again replaced by new actors, here played by uh, future star Juliette Lewis and uh, Big Bang Theory and I think Roseanne's Johnny Galecki. This is a pretty crude comedy, despite the family-friendly attribution that some people give it. And unfortunately... Many Christmas movies made since have been of this variety. I guess I kind of blame the creators for part of the reason why I usually despise today's crop of Christmas movies because they tend to be very mean-spirited. In fact, a lot of the 80s movies, all three movies that I'm going to be reviewing from the 1980s are a little bit mean. I'm going to be reviewing Scrooged next. So they have more than a tinge of dark humor to them. But uh, I will say at least this one came out before a lot of the other ones that are really copycatting it. John Hughes' script has many shades of a Christmas story in it. Uh, I reviewed that in my last podcast. You know, both films have clueless fathers, eccentric characters, kind of a mean-spirited charm to them, but I do think that this one is a little bit more on the mean side than A Christmas Story, which tended to be a little bit more positive in its portrayals. This one expands the family to include stodgy in-laws. We have Cousin Eddie, played by Randy Quaid, and his trashy redneck family. We have stuck-up, yuppie neighbors who can't stand the Griswolds and the noise and the sight pollution that they provide to the neighborhood. Julia Louis-Dreyfus is one of those neighbors, pre-Seinfeld. I did laugh while watching Christmas Vacation. I wouldn't say it was a lot of laughter, but more than I generally would expect. It's not really funny to see Chevy Chase fall from a ladder or get hit in the head or any of the other calamities that occur during the course of this movie, but a few of the pratfalls are clever in a limited way, and this does contain some memorable highlights like the massive Christmas tree, the ultra-slick sled scene, and the never-ending string of Christmas lights that are a pain to get working. And the fate of one curious cat stands out as well. I'm not really into slapstick, but if you are, you're probably going to come away liking this for the simpler pleasures, so long as you aren't expecting a genuinely affecting holiday classic. I don't think this is going to make you want to feel closer to your family, per se, because it's not one of those kinds of movies. 
I mean, if your idea of Christmas is more filled with the annoyances of dealing with overbearing extended family or the nuisances of putting together all of the trappings for the holidays, this one's probably more up your alley than those old classics that usually extol the virtues of human togetherness or joyful Christmas spirit. Other than that, this is pretty thin material, but I do think that it's worth a look for a handful of funny scenes if you just want some yucks and you don't want a lot of overhead and having to become emotional or even having to think at all. I guess Christmas Vacation is going to be for you. I'm going to give three stars out of four to Christmas Vacation. Three stars on my scale means that I do think that it's recommended for those people who like this kind of movie. If you like Chevy Chase, if you like those other vacation films, certainly if you like a lot of slapstick and dark comedies and general goofball Christmas films, Home Alone especially, which came out just a a year later, also scripted by, as I mentioned, John Hughes, this is probably going to be up your alley. If you can't stand Chevy Chase, if you haven't liked any of the vacation movies, and if you just generally don't like modern-day Christmas movies either, because this definitely did kind of set a trend, I think you're better off just skipping it altogether if you want. A Christmas Story, still my favorite. Christmas Vacation's passable. I'll give it a watch every few years or so. Some people watch it once, maybe more than once every year, so take that for what it's worth. There are quite a few people that do champion this film. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I know that there are some people who are big fans of this film that probably think that giving it a three-star review is not enough. But to those people, I just say, well, you know, this came out when I was in college. This is not something I grew up watching like some people did. So maybe there's a space in your heart that you cherish because you watched this as a kid. And I think that this film, because of its slapstick, really does reach out to that demographic quite well. But I'll still give it a recommendation for those people who like 80s Christmas movies. As I mentioned, we're going to get down into a little bit even more darker territory with Scrooged starring Bill Murray in the next review. So if you want to hear that review, please click that subscribe button. We're going around the world in 80s movies. Scrooge will be my last of the Christmas films that I review, at least until next year. And then we'll get back into some regular programming after that. So hopefully you'll join me for that. And we will continue our journey around the world in 80s movies. And don't forget, you can also check out the Quipster Film Review Podcast, my other podcast that I do that covers new movies on whatever platform you're listening to this to now. So check that out. That's Quipster with Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R. You'll find me. 